0: This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do.
1: Thanks, Professor. My name is Mike Golden. I'm the president of Brandigo China. We have offices here in Shanghai, as well as an office in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I've been in China for 18 years, previously in Japan for five years, and here in China, we help companies uh, do successful marketing, whether it's uh, doing social media, getting sales leads, creating demand, or building brand awareness. We help them through their complicated journeys here in China.
0: Well, Mike, it's absolutely a pleasure to have you on the show. Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry?
1: Being here for 18 years and running the company for 15 years, we've seen a lot. And some of the stuff you go back and tell your friends at home and they can't believe it. Um, and some of the customers we've had as well. So for example, we brought Beats headphones to China and we had the big uh, basketball superstar Yao Ming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we had a 60, 70 person press conference and they started just a surge towards Yao Ming kind of like zombies. And we had to make a human kind of shield to protect him. Um, And then last year we launched Costco uh, here in China, which was amazing, such a great brand and such a good client. And we actually had to close the store down at around 1 p.m. because there was a three hour wait to get into the parking lot and the entire district got jammed up of cars. And I had calls from moms who said, I can't pick up my child at school because of Costco. Um, So, you know, sometimes when marketing works, it really works. And that's the great thing about being here in China is that you really have a chance to do some uh, amazing, impactful marketing. So that's what I love
0: yeah and that that's a great story there you know we, we, when when marketing can be too successful, so that's a great example of it with the with the Costco brand, which I think so many of us can relate to that we've been in Costco. so and and you know we think that the the lines would be bad in the first place, but I mean something like that where it's three hours just to get into. The- parking lot. I can't
1: imagine. It was a different scale. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great story. Question number three. I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read?
1: Um, From my point of view, they should read the chapter called Understand Your Customer. It sounds really simple, but I, I find that a lot of businesses really don't have very insightful understanding of their customer. Um, what they're about, why they want to purchase something, what their touch points are, where they're going to find you and buy their goods. So I, I really think that doing uh, some type of research, even if it's not on a massive scale, really trying to spend effort to understand your customers, a very valuable tool to start off any campaign or any kind of marketing
0: hmm That's very insightful, and I appreciate you sharing that. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude, and care for customers, what advice would you give to other business leaders?
1: I, I give this a lot of thought. Um, I think one of the things that I try to do is just to give. Some people say give to get, but I actually don't believe that. That sounds too transactional to me. I really think if you just give, whether it's information, time, like you and your podcast, for example, you're sharing all of these uh, interesting people and spending your time to make that happen without any expectation of something coming immediately back. Mm -hmm. So I think when you get to that level of just being able to share, uh, then people really start to come to you and say, Hey, can you uh, introduce me to someone? Or can you help me with a, a project? And I'm happy to. And even to the extent where I'm not interested in like referral fees or commissions, let's just do something good. And eventually it might not come back from you, but it'll come back from something, it'll be karma. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a nice way to live in the world, I think.
0: Oh, I love that, and I appreciate you—you know—mentioning uh, what I do because it's true. I, I really believe, like you do, that putting out that positive energy, it without having that expectation coming back that I'll get something from that, it will come back. That karma, as you say, it's positive energy that you attract back in some way, and I've really seen that over the years. And and this is why—what—why why it motivates me to, to to help others. So I really, really appreciate that uh, that advice that you have. It's it's refreshing. Question number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast?
1: Great question. There are tons of people I admire. Um, Someone who's here in Shanghai who I greatly admire is uh, a gentleman named Manoj Mehta. He's the CEO of uh, Naked Group, and Naked Group is a lifestyle and uh, retreat. Uh, company. Uh, He was in my EO forum, my entrepreneur organization forum as well. Uh, Very insightful, super smart and successful uh, guy. And I totally recommend him.
0: Great. I'll reach out to him. Thank you for that referral. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job.
1: Uh, Like everyone else, I had many jobs, dishwashing and such. Uh, But I think the most interesting one is actually um, right post-college, I had a degree in Asian studies and there's not much you can do with that except for go to Asia. So I did and I went to Japan and I found a job as a salesperson in a large or uh, medium sized Japanese company. And I ended up selling software around Japan for this company. So I would walk into software stores uh, with this software and be like, do you wanna buy my software? And uh, it was very funny. And then at night I tried to find like an onsen or a retreat to, to stay the night, uh, be in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it worked pretty well because when you show up and you're a foreigner, obviously foreign, non-Japanese, speaking Japanese, um, it went pretty well. And that was also a great way to learn how to do some sales and speak with people as well as a first type of job.
0: Mm, I like that a lot. And and you're right. I mean, I, I'm assuming that because you spoke Japanese and stuff, they had a more uh, appreciation for you than somebody, you know, Where we like the typical American who will go in there and say, "Do you speak English? Is that is am I reading you right?"
1: Yeah, they called me the strange foreigner because (laughs) they're like, "Whoa, this guy, where is he coming from? Speaking (laughs) Japanese?" So that's a great. It it, it was a lot of fun, though. (laughs) It sounds like it. So, Mike,
0: thank you so much for being on the show. How can people find you?
1: Uh, Of course, through my LinkedIn. And if I can also plug our new blog, which is just a newbie thing, but it's our CMO's Guide to China Marketing. You can check that out where you find your podcast. So Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business in Life podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called